Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Well, welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, and we have got an exciting guest today. Um, but before we go into that, I want to thank our show sponsor, uh, Charlie Pierce for Governor, for sponsoring the show, the show and the shows for the last month or two. Um, because of his sponsorship, we're able to get conservative news through all the nooks and crannies of Alaska. And we are very excited about uh, him sponsoring the show. So thank you so much, Charlie Pierce for Governor, for sponsoring the Must Read Alaska show. Um, our guest today is Representative Laddie Shaw, which I know the Must Read Alaska crowd is a big fan of. You can catch him riding his Harley, uh, and he is uh, formerly on Navy SEAL Team 1, which is very exciting. So welcome to the show, Representative Shaw. Thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, early in the morning and a good time to start our day. Yep. So uh, Representative Shaw, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in politics in the first place. Everybody's kind of got their story. <laughs> and there is always a story. <clears throat> I retired from the state after 20 years in 2003. And in 2004, of course, uh, retirement, I had free time. And uh, I looked at politics. Uh, Bob Lynn at the time was the state representative. And so I thought I'd give it a go and run for office. It was a three-way race, and Bob was pretty popular uh, with his district, uh, very interactive. Uh, district loved him. Did not know that at the time, but I found out after I lost the race that uh, how popular he actually was. And it was my introduction <laughs> to politics. That was, that was 2004. And then uh, 13 years later, uh, a neighbor had come up to me and told me that there was an open seat, and I'd helped the neighborhood with the uh, drainage problem. Uh, we had too small of a drainage coming out of Furrow Creek, and I knew somebody over at uh, Anchorage Wastewater and Utility, and they came over and fixed the problem, and my neighborhood thought I might be a good fit for that open seat in 2017, and I gave it a go, another three-way race, and this time I, I won, so here I am today. So how many, how, much, how many years was in between when you first ran and the second time you ran? 13 years. I ran wow. uh, 2004 and then ran again in 2017. So for folks listening, you know, if you've given it a shot, maybe you've ran for an assembly seat or a city council seat or, you know, some seat out there and you lost your first time. Um, this is a great, uh, literally a picture of get back up, pick up your boots and try again, because oftentimes um, the folks that are eventually successful learn from the first couple times they've lost um so way to get back up and get out there because i know that you're serving our state now and, and keeping some of the stuff keeping some folks on their toes which we appreciate um how do you think serving as a navy I, I if i get this wrong please correct me but i think you were i believe you're on navy seal team one how did that prepare you you think for being an elected office an elected official well, the thing about the teams, as we call them, it's a pretty strong brotherhood. We believe in the value of uh, being staying focused. Discipline is our is really who we are. 
and we, we literally work as a team. And we, when I highlight team around here, that's what I like to work with. Uh, the more we work together, the more accomplished we are. And in the teams, uh, it's discipline, it's direction, it's focus, it's relationships and being responsible for one another's lives in many respects, especially in combat. We have to understand the value of those relationships. And when I highlight the value of brotherhood, it goes beyond just the strength of family. It literally is watching each other's back, or as we would say, having each other's six. And so that's a, a big part of what the, the SEAL team community did for me. And it's, a, it's an organization that literally gave me the strength of who I am today. It gave me the direction of where I'm going today. That's awesome. I think that, uh, you know, if, if, if uh, we don't know each other well, but when I look back at what you've done in your life, you've served the country and now you're serving the state. And I think that's a very honorable thing to do. So I appreciate that. Um, what are maybe one or two accomplishments in your life that you're most proud of? I know that probably people in your district know you. And I think oftentimes when you get outside of your district, a lot of the folks that we have on the Mustard Alaska show from that are state representatives or even state senators, people are getting to know them for the first time here on the show. So what are a couple of accomplishments that you're proud of? Um, they could be in your life or your, your uh, public service career. You could go either way on this one. Well, without question, my military career, the, the, the military career that I had in the Navy within the SEAL team community is by far my biggest accomplishment. Uh, I, and I have used that in everything in my life. I, I, I will set aside the value of my education. I will set aside pretty much anything else I've done in life relative to my accomplishments. And I put my military career with the SEAL team community on top. And I will say this in all honesty, my second biggest accomplishment is marrying the right woman. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. And you I always what? tell people that I'm the Again, president of the married up club. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And I will tell you the relative value of accomplishments is, is part of that team. And, and marrying the right woman literally as a teammate has helped me uh, in many ways to accomplish what I've accomplished today. Uh, she keeps me on track. She keeps me focused. No different than my teammates uh, with the SEAL team community. I mean, when you think about doing the right thing, it's, it's very difficult many, and many times to think what's best for you relative to your persona, your ego, your direction, whatever it may be. If you've got somebody there to, to assist you in that focus, to help you grow, to help you be more accomplished, makes all the difference in the world. And I tell you, my military career, my wife's made all that difference in the world. My two big accomplishments, there they are. How has it been taking that team approach with working in the house the last couple of years, you know, from the outside perspective, um, it seems to be uh, outside of the um, house minority caucus. It seems to be tough to get stuff done for the conservative folks. How, how has that team approach uh, been the last couple of years? Has it been frustrating? Has there been some fruit that people don't get to hear about? Um, you know, the day in and day out, you keep plugging away. Um, how's it been? We plug away best we can. And, and really, as a minority, all we can do is maintain a cordial relationship with the majority and hope for the best. 
we we don't want animosity to keep us from accomplishing what our goals are. We're state legislators. We represent the state of Alaska. I represent districts that belong to the majority as much as I do the minority. I have to be very conscientious of that and and not build. I need to build relationships and not try to uh, disconnect from building those relationships. So it's hard. And and, and within the minority, uh, the value of who we are is leaders. And every every one of our members, they're all leaders. They they, they they're independent. They feel responsible for who they are. And I think they work as well as they can with the majority to try to accomplish things. It's politics is tough. It's uh, there's there, there's no question about it. But again, those relationships and the value I will fall back on again uh, of teamwork makes a world of difference. I think politics are always going to be somewhat divisive just because of the part of the partisan nature of the business. Yeah. But we try to build on what we can. Well, I think uh, what I, I appreciate what you said. Um, you have to work with these folks. And I think oftentimes it's easy to dehumanize somebody and put them in a box of being a liberal or a Democrat or a right wing or Republican. And I think oftentimes folks that even I forget, you know, people that are reading and keeping up to speed with political stuff in Alaska have day jobs or kids are taken care of and they want something done. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, our, all of our state representatives and senators are just people and they have to work together. And we oftentimes forget about that. So I appreciate your perspective on that. Um, what's one thing kind of looking back on your political career that maybe you would have done differently know, knowing what you know today? Well, I, I have come to the realization of politics is a different learning process. When I came into this job, I had retired from the state after 20 years, and I'd been the director of two state agencies, uh, the Alaska Police Standards Council and Military and Veterans Affairs. And so I thought I had a, a good understanding of politics, uh, sitting on the other side of the table, testifying on, on legislation, bringing people together to help me move legislation forward. And then when I got on the other side of politics, I, learned, I found out that learning curve was pretty steep. It's a totally different perspective when you're actually working on policy, when you're putting together uh, legislation that's that we're responsible for to support the needs of the state of Alaska. Very difficult, uh, very demanding. Uh, again, the value of, of, of relationships are very important. And the learning curve was steep. I came in here thinking I knew an ounce of what I was doing, and I still had another a long way to go to, to fulfill the the educational needs that I, I saw out there. So um, is there anything you're excited about right now in Alaska? I know that, you know, the average, you know, we, Suzanne and I on Must Read Alaska, we get to hear from and interact with um, just normal Alaskans every day. And a lot of them are um, frustrated with the economy, frustrated with the way things are going. Um, a lot of folks that are kind of in the know in Alaska are frustrated that they we can't seem to get a big project off and going in Alaska to, you know, for the life of us. Is there anything exciting happening in Alaska right now, in your opinion? And what is that? 
I think the real excitement is in redistricting, and we're seeing a big change in the potential direction of politics uh, with redistricting. And I think that's the most exciting part for, for me as a conservative anyway, and, and for my fellow minority members, I think we're all looking forward to what we may very well gain from redistricting. It's uh, it's trying to put Alaska back on track. I mean, we're dealing with inflation, we're dealing with high oil prices, we're dealing with everything. It's just it's tough on everybody. Uh, jobs, the economy, uh, there's a lot of work to be done. And I think we literally need to engage uh, engage with our community directly. I think we need to look at uh, what we need as far as an infrastructure in the state. We need to look, we need to focus on what's, what can we do as legislators for our communities? And I think the redistricting is going to make a big difference. We're going to have a lot of new players come in. We're going to have a few players probably uh, uh, leave. So again, we're going to see a major change. I know this last term, we had nine new legislators. I'm only, I'm only in my second term and I already feel like I have a little bit of seniority that shows you how much of a change we've had. So I think uh, some new blood's going to come in. It's going to give us some new direction. People are going to be excited uh, about about coming in to make some constructive and positive changes for the state of Alaska. That's awesome. Um, who's somebody that you look up to? Everybody kind of has their hero in their life. Who's been that person for you, dead or alive? Well, I will tell you, when we talk about the value of people that are important to us that have, that have helped us in many ways. And I don't want to say heroism sort of gets worn out, but Tommy Norris, who was a Lieutenant in the Navy Medal of Honor recipient is truly my hero. And uh, he received the Medal of Honor for uh, a combat situation. He was in 1972. He graduated the same year I did from SEAL training or, or as we refer to as BUDS in 1969. Six months after he was part of a daring rescue uh, on a recon mission deep in, in enemy territory in Vietnam, he was on another mission engaged with a vastly superior force of North Vietnamese soldiers in Vietnam. He took a bullet through his left eye. Wow. Gravely wounded. And one of his fellow teammates, and here I'll go into the value of brotherhood and overcoming adversity. One of his teammates, Mike Thornton, went back through heavy, heavy combat uh, enemy fire, fought his way back to save the life of his teammate. He went back and brought Lieutenant Norris out and saved his life. Tommy Norris went on to become the only 100% disabled veteran to join the FBI and be part of the original hostage rescue team. That's heroism. That's, That's cool. somebody that I look up to. And on that mission, this is the irony of it, Tommy Norris had received the Medal of Honor for saving two downed pilots deep in enemy territory. Six months later, Mike Thornton, saved the life of Tommy Norris and received the Medal of Honor for saving his life. Wow. So when we talk about the value of heroism, that's heroism. That's pretty awesome. Um, is there anything else that, you know, you want to share with the folks that are listening, anything you're working on that you're excited about any, any, um, just any tidbits that, you know, we forgot to talk about. I'll give you one more 
shot here just to talk about whatever you want? Well, I think overcoming adversity is a big part of, of what we should live by every day. Uh, when I talk about adversity, it's not, not necessarily anything that's difficult in our lives. It's getting through the day. It's making the most of the day, not having any regrets, waking up every morning saying, I'm glad I did, not I wished I would have. Uh, my bud's glass started with 112. We graduated 18. I went to a one-room schoolhouse. My father raised five boys on a factory wage. My mother was a homemaker. You wake up in the morning and start your day in a positive fashion. Don't lose track of what life's all about. I mean, I try to be as optimistic as I can. And every day I look at something positive. I try to, if nothing else, have a good gut laugh over something. If it isn't myself, it's somebody else. Yeah, it's usually myself that I'm laughing yeah. at. <laughs> Try to be optimistic about the day. Find something good about it. Uh, I think that's what I look at. And really, my philosophy is wake up in the morning, and I highlight, I highlight this more often than not, is wake up with no regrets, saying you're glad you did not, you wished you would have. That's awesome. How does somebody get a hold of your office? Can they subscribe to, do you have a newsletter that goes out? What's, do you have a website that? you know, kind of keeps track of the bills that you're working on. How does somebody get in touch with all that information? Well, we have AK Ledge, of course, is the best way to get a hold of us. And and my email is like everybody else's, rep.laddy.shaw at akledge.gov. Uh, that's my contact here in Juneau. Uh, my phone number is 465-4945 in Juneau. And you can find, you can, it's, I always say it's good to listen to gavel to gavel occasionally. It's uh, it's fun to watch some some of the floor sessions, some of the committee uh, meetings that are going on, and people can stay in touch with that. And always, you know, always follow Must Read Alaska. Never go wrong. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. For folks that are tuning in, I got Representative Laddie Shaw here. He's been chatting with us the last couple, or last twenty minutes here about what's going on in his neck of the woods. Uh, some of the things he's accomplished and uh, talking about a, hero, a couple heroes of his. And we thank you so much, Representative Shaw, for being on the Must Read Alaska show, taking the time out of your morning to uh, share some of your insights with uh, the Must Read Alaska folks. So thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invitation. So that, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. And we want to thank our sponsor, our show sponsor, uh, Charlie Pierce for Governor, for sponsoring the Must Read Alaska show. Um, it's literally because of him that we're able to afford all the very, very expensive bells and whistles, which basically accumulate to me doing this show in my son's bedroom. So it's pretty, we're pretty high tech over here at Mustard Alaska. And uh, anyways, we want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, James Baisden will be on the show Friday morning talking about Alaska politics. And then Suzanne and I will be uh, back at it Monday morning uh, with a, a special guest, hopefully. So Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. I'm John Quick, your host. Thanks so much.